Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Friends Missing Friends. Today, there's no interview. It'll just be me. And I'm going to talk about the changing of priorities that can happen after a loss. I think that's why that phrase exists, that our life turns upside down. Because it really can. Plans change. Passions change. Desires change. For me, that absolutely happened. Even though my friend wasn't a part of my everyday life before she died, her loss still permeated almost everything. And I've written a lot about my grief over the years, uh, including about this, about the changing of priorities. And I want to read you a little bit of it now. The day before her death, an hour before, I had a crush on a boy in my improv class. A stupid, silly little crush, like the crushes I had as a teenager. And I was going to tell Lauren about him, after I'd caught her up on the improv class I was taking. I would have told her about how he and I saw the movie Mad Max together, and how afterwards he texted me that he likes me but doesn't want a girlfriend right now. And I knew exactly what her response would have been. She would have scrunched her face up, like when she makes a double chin on purpose, and said, what the F? Boys are stupid. In a mock deep voice, it would have made me laugh and laugh. And then she would have given me her real thoughts. Dating sucks, it just sucks, but hang in there. I know you'll meet someone. But my crush was gone now, instantly, like it was someone else's crush, someone I barely knew. He and I were going to see the movie Ant-Man in the coming days, but I texted him and canceled, feeling nothing at all for releasing him. I've heard many times about how grief rearranges your priorities, but I think it's more violent than that. It's a sudden, vicious reveal of the most barren parts of your life, leaving you feeling naked and foolish. Whose life was I even living? Why have I been spending my energy painstakingly building this ludicrous tower of cards? In a parallel lifetime, where none of this happened, where Lauren came home from Spain safe and alive, I continued on this happy and aimless life. A life of wandering through improv classes, going to the movies with frivolous crushes, spending hours learning how to play the cello, researching psychology grad school programs. Content, at least for a time, at my idle desk job. But instead, I dropped nearly everything. The jittery butterflies of having a crush became a foreign and impossible feeling. As did contentment. As did the illusion of control. As did joy, without a swooping of bitter sadness. As did the desire to go to grad school or learn a new instrument. As did knowing that Lauren loved and cared for me. Of course she did. And in the following weeks and months and years after she was gone, I obsessively questioned what our friendship meant until I began to lose my grip on my memories, my sanity, my very sense of self. Oof, so it's hard to be vulnerable. But thank you for listening to that. And I do think it's important to share uh, because... There might be someone out there who needed to hear that, or who may be going through that right now. And if you experienced a change in priorities or a vicious reveal of your life, uh, 
where you just don't even know what life you're even living anymore, feel free to share. You can leave me a voice message at the podcast phone number 312-291-1781 or you can email me at friendsmissingfriends at gmail.com. All right, so next week I will be back with an interview and I'm sending you so much love. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Friends Missing Friends is produced by me, Hannah Rumsey. Sound engineering is by co-producer Eric Siegling. Original music is also by Eric, featuring The Lost Wayne. Artwork is by Heidi James. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Together, we can cherish and remember the friends we miss. See you next time.